When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sif Pop Podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that's seen more films in the last week than the world's busiest biologist, it's Sif Pop. Because they see a lot of film when you're a biologist. Oh my goodness. That's how that works. Welcome to Sif Pop, streaming live on Spreaker every Friday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get those perks. Patrons get those perks. I'm Aaron Dicer from YourMovieFriend.com. Each week, going to be joined by a pop culture guru to chat about movies, television, whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And today's guru from Geek.0, it's Sean. Woo! Oh my god, I really love Spreaker now. <laughs> I've never felt so special. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I got applause. Man. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today for the podcast. Uh, we are doing a special nominations episode. My Critics' Choice nominations are due Monday. So bum, I've got bum, until bum, Monday bum. to get those together. And I thought, you know what? How fun would it be to kind of crowdsource those a little bit. Now, they will be mine. Let's be very clear. These are my nominations. I will make the okay. final call on these. It's very important for integrity's sake that Absolutely. I do so. Uh, it'll be based on how I feel about the movies that have come out this year and how they should be rated. However, I would love to hear everybody else's opinions. And I think we yeah. would be silly not to think that the way we talk about it with other people uh, impacts how we see movies or reminds us of things that we may not have you know, Absolutely. remembered. Those kind of things. In fact, even amongst the um, the BFCA, which is the Critics' Choice Organization, we have forums where we talk about, hey, don't forget this performance, don't forget that performance, because I do believe it's important to have those conversations. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I'm the one filling out the nominations ballot on Monday. They will be my picks, but I'm really excited to. It was really great yesterday. I just popped up all the categories on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, kind yeah, of throughout the day, and to hear a lot of people's opinions, we'll kind of get into some of those as we go through it, and and, uh, and talk about it, but I, I found it really fascinating. Did you see any of that stuff? Yeah, I did. I, I looked at a lot of it. Yeah? It's very interesting uh, to see some people's um, thoughts on some things. Some people are real passionate about a few movies, so <laughs> it's, it's going to be fun. It is interesting, too, because you do you do get a sense for like who people's like pet movie is. Oh, absolutely. And because when they, they say the same movie for every single for award. For every category. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of... It's kind of like that. So if you're in the live chat, feel free to join in. Let us know kind of what you would like to see. Now, I will say in lieu of this nomination special, uh, we will be dropping all the other sections of Sif Pop. So we'll do we'll go through a few categories, kind of chat about them, those kind of things. Fair enough. Uh, f- see what you feel about those. And then um, 
then we'll break to talk about Patreon like we usually do, and then we'll kind of finish it off. And we will finish with the big awards, so we'll kind of work our way to the awards. big stuff. The good stuff. Yeah, as we're talking about those nominations. It just feels like overall, the reason I love uh, doing the nominations is because I feel like it's too early to really talk best of list, end of year list, there's that still, kind of stuff. There's still stuff coming out this month that's... Well, yeah, and even beyond the stuff I haven't seen yet, which I'll, I'll talk about here because I do have a few movies that are I still haven't seen that I need to see. Even beyond that, I feel like there is something where right now it's more like, okay, this is the group of movies that I feel like you know deserve accolades, that kind of stuff. And then right. down the road when we're actually you know doing best of lists, you know, voting on the awards, then you can go, okay, this is the movie. The movie. right, exactly. Right. But today we get to talk about, okay, here are some of the movies that you know we should be talking about in these categories. Uh, let me talk a little bit about the ones I haven't seen because I think that's important. Yeah. Um, and there are a couple big ones. Uh, the main one I haven't seen that I'm guessing will be all over my ballot once I see it is Lady Bird. I just haven't had a chance to see it yet. The buzz on it is great. Uh, I love uh, Cersei Ronan. I think she's amazing. She was so good in Brooklyn. Uh, I loved that movie, so I'm excited to see what she does here. I'm, I'm sure that performance will be amazing. Uh, so I, I, you know, I haven't seen Lady Bird, so that you know won't be anywhere. I also haven't seen The Disaster Artist yet. Uh, I haven't uh, received that screener yet. Uh, they tell me it's in the mail, but it just hasn't arrived yet. Uh, and I haven't seen Phantom Thread, which is the Daniel Day yep. Lewis uh, PTA Biopic. movie, yeah, uh, that comes out later this month. So those are the big three that I haven't got my eyes on yet. Now there are some other little ones here and there. Uh, I haven't seen Denzel's performance in Roman Israel uh, Esquire yet, uh, and of course I haven't seen Star Wars. Yet I'll be seeing that here in about a week. Uh, so, and there are a few others here or there, but for the most part, those are kind of the big ones. You may say, "Hey, why isn't that one there?" And it's just because I haven't gotten around to it. I guess the other thing I'll say as we kind of head into um, Lynn in the chat says that I'm going to love Lady Bird. That's all I've heard. Everybody who's seen it is like, <laughs> "You're going to love this movie." So awesome. I've just been watching movies nonstop, and so in, because I have screeners, I can just throw one in after another. The fact that I don't have a Lady Bird screener, even though they said, you know, again that they sent one. Um, yeah, I just haven't gone out to see Lady Bird because I'm just popping in all these DVDs, you know, all day and all night rest. for the last week. <laughs> right. So it's, I mean, you know, it's a beautiful, it's a, tough job. It's a beautiful, it's a tough job. exhausting, wonderful thing. So, uh, so yeah, I'm sure Lynn, I'm sure I will uh, actually like Lady Bird. I guess I can't be sure, but from everything I've heard, it seems like it, it would be definitely one. Um, let's kind of start off, go backwards and let's start here with foreign language film, because that is one where I really haven't seen a lot yet. I have three main ones that I, I need to get to, um, before I make my nominations. The one I have seen that I will talk about is your name, okay. uh, which is the animated one, um, about the, uh, I guess, I guess it's not a spoiler to say, cause it's right at the beginning, but it's about a couple of teenagers, uh, in, I, I think it's Japan, uh, who have kind of a freaky Friday kind of okay. thing going on and so that's where it starts and then where it goes from there is really interesting very compelling it's definitely one i'll i'll be considering for that category before i talk about the other ones that i haven't seen did, did you have any in that category that you had seen do you ever watch foreign language films So normally i do but i realized as i looked at this category and this is one of the ones i was uh, talking about before the yeah. show i've not seen any foreign language films this year none N not a single one not a single one i was looking at the list of foreign language films and i'm like I haven't seen any of this. <laughs> and the, there's one that's I definitely want to see uh, truly and deeply, which is The Shape of Water, but I have, I have not seen it yet. Well, Shape of Water so, isn't a foreign language film. Oh, okay. It's not. It's an English film. 
Oh, okay, fair so, enough. So I mean, then, it's directed by Guillermo del Toro, but um, but no, that that wouldn't qualify as okay. a foreign language film. It's mostly in English. Uh, ones that would qualify that I do want to take a look at. Uh, First, they killed my father, which is the uh, Angelina Jolie uh, one that she did. Um, so I do want to take a look at that. Uh, Happy End is another one that's getting a lot of buzz. I heard. I'll probably take a, a look at that as well. And um, there was one other. Call myself by your name. No, nope, that's it, an English film. It is. Mm-hmm. The trailers. Oh, well, okay. there's there's a lot there's a lot of English. I think it's mostly English. There's oh, also okay. some Italian in there because uh, I think it takes place in Italy. Fair but enough. Um, but no, that would be an English language film as well, which I'm sure we'll talk about those in other categories. So let's move on from foreign language. Uh, let's go into the um, score categories. Let's start there with kind of. Um, actually, let's do the let's do the. Um, genre categories, sci-fi horror, Sean. Okay. Sci-fi horror is yeah. super easy. Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner. <laughs> wait, 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 just Blade a Runner. Um, and then horror it's all over the place. And that was a hard one for me because get out is so good. Um, but I, f- for me, it's a different, uh, it's not pure horror for me. It's more psychological, you know, and so it, it takes it for horror for me. It's interesting because, uh, again, we get three nominations in every category. So as we're kind of considering this, those are the three that jumped to my mind as well. Uh, Blade Runner, Get Out, and It. Uh, four nominations. However, I didn't like it as much as most people did. And there's certainly uh, other sci-fi things that happened this year, although a lot of them weren't all that good. You know, you think of like Alien Covenant or Valerian, which could have been something special, but wasn't really that great. Um, the boat. Uh, I really liked A Ghost Story. I don't know if you got a chance to see that. I've not seen Ghost Story yet. Uh, it, a Ghost Story is definitely a quirky movie that you kind of have to be in the right space to enjoy. Uh, and I can see it really being one of those, you know, divisive kind of films. Trailer looked amazing. I, I really liked it. So um, that's one I would probably be considering uh, in this category. Um, it Comes at Night was mentioned online. Yep. A lot of people tweeting good. to me, It Comes at Night. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like It Comes at Night as mo- much as uh, many people Nor did. did. I. So I probably wouldn't do that one. Somebody tweeted at me, Happy Death Day. Uh, to <laughs> you and I talked about that. I enjoyed Happy Death Day. I thought indeed. it was fine. I don't know if it was good enough to get a nomination. That was Blake, by the way, who tweeted uh, at me for Happy Death Day. Um, so I, uh, when all is said and done, I think my nominations for sci-fi horror category in some order will be Get Out, It, and Blade Runner 2049. I just can't think of anything that would be above one of those no. the, the only thing is and i haven't usually i mean you could say star wars right but i haven't seen it I, that's so exactly i can't where I was. put it there exactly um but it's definitely sci-fi right so oh, definitely. uh yeah it's but it can't be on the list because i haven't actually seen it so. by the way this is my least favorite category that we vote on really and i'll tell you why it's a silly combination like sci-fi and horror. Yeah, I like, agree. It's a weird It's like combo. you're lumping two things in yeah. just so you can have a category. Either do best sci-fi Agreed. movie and best horror movie. That makes sense. Or just get rid of the category. It's so weird uh, that Blade Runner and Get Out are going to be up against each other in this weird genre category. Yes. That I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just a very strange thing for me. So there you go. I think those will be my noms for uh, sci-fi horror. 
after that, let's go to comedy. Best comedy film, best comedy actor, and best comedy actress. Do you got any thoughts on this, Sean? So this was a hard one just because uh, I haven't seen that many comedies this year. Um, so, but of the comedies that I've seen, Logan Lucky is one of the ones that had me rolling is the most, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's we talked about frame of reference. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know if it's award material, but it certainly was funny. Oh, and I, well I, written. I think, beautiful. I think we'll be talking about Logan Lucky in several categories. Um, I think it's a great movie. It's one of my favorites of the year. It's I did, so intelligent. I did rewatch it recently and didn't like it as much as the first time I watched it. It lost a little bit of steam for me. Not a ton. I still loved it. But what's interesting is it's one of those movies that is so funny and so uh, well-crafted dialogue-wise yes. and wit-wise that that hides a little bit of the story momentum problems that, that, that the movie actually has. It's a little slower than I thought it was because I was so entertained the first time through. And so many of those jokes, like, for instance, the Great Game of Thrones joke that's in there, or the other jokes, they're still funny, right? right? But they don't hold the same momentum to you. And so... They don't catch you as off guard. Right. So yeah. you're more ready for the next story beat to happen, and it takes a while to happen. So I get that. upon rewatch, that has dipped just a little bit for me, but okay. it's still hilarious. I will say, when it comes to genre categories like this, I will give you my philosophy on it. I'd love to hear your input. Okay. My philosophy is I want a movie whose primary genre definition is in that category. Okay. So, for instance, uh, the, the Golden Globes are notorious for this because they divide everything into drama and comedy or comedy musical or whatever. So you've got Get Out pushing to be you know in the comedy musical category as opposed to the drama. So you didn't hear that? That was no, big news like a couple that. weeks ago. So Get Out is, is and th that's up to the movie producers, by the way. They tell them how to do that. Now, that's not the same with the Critics' Choice. We decide so on where we want to So out of curiosity, do the producers then do that? Do they pick the category that they think they're most likely to win in? Absolutely. So Why wouldn't you? Okay. Right? So even if you wouldn't necessarily ever classify in a particular category, mm -hmm. that's where they'll put it because they're like, we... Based on the competition in that category, we stand the best chance there. And Get Out can be considered a satire, right? It is yeah, a satire, yeah, and that is a type of comedy. So there is a, a logical way to do that. But I would not say that's its primary genre. Right. Get Out's primary genre is horror. Right. That is a horror movie primarily. Now, it's other things. Every movie is you know several things. So when I look at best comedy movies... I want movies that are primarily Written in the genre of a comedy. Yes. I got you. Now, that would still include movies that are um, in animation. Like, I think Lego Batman movie is a great uh, you know, option Absolutely. for best comedy of the oh, year. Oh, my God, yes. Absolutely hilarious movie. That was suggested, uh, suggested by a few people. I didn't even think about that. Because I think of it as animated, but you're right. It, I mean, it's, it may be animated, but it's first and foremost a hilarious comedy. Uh, Girls Trip. It's getting a lot of uh, mentions in the tweets, and seen. a lot of people say, I just recently saw it. I don't know if it's a case I expectations, but it did not live up to those expectations for me. I thought it was amusing and humorous, but I, you know, I just, it didn't floor me like I was expecting it to based on what people had been saying. And I think part of that is reversed expectations because when most people saw Girls Trip, they're the look. It was low expectations. It was like, you know, Fair what enough. is this movie going to do? Expecting it to be a And then they laughed a lot. They were like, oh, this is great. And now I'm on the other side going, oh, everybody's saying this is great. And That's it's okay. It's kind of funny, you know? I got gotcha. you. So um, I don't know that that will be in my best comedy film uh, nominations. Uh, somebody else mentioned Guardians 2 uh, as possibility, which that could be in the best sci-fi horror as well. I was just going to say, 
that that fell in my sci-fi category. Um. So yeah, and I and I, I agree. I believe that is a sci-fi movie more than it is a comedy exactly. uh, movie when you separate by genre. Uh, Logan Lucky. Um, this is the one that I think for sure will be in my nominations. The Big Sick. Uh, this is. I want to see it. It is so good, and I believe this is. If you had to either choose comedy or drama, I think you would choose comedy for this okay. for this movie. I mean, it's about stand up comedy to begin with. Kumail Nanjiani is a comedian. Right. He's making a comedy. You know, Ray Romano is in it as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is meant to be funny primarily. Now, is it a drama? Yeah, it's a great drama. But I really believe The Big Sick fits firmly in the best comedy kind of category so that'll probably be one of my nominations uh for comedy um do you really not see any other comedies or ones or movies that i didn't consider you know predominantly comedy uh i looked at some of the the suggestions or comments on twitter in the feed Mm -hmm. and some of the ones that were in there i didn't consider fell under comedy for me like guardians so you know it's not one that i uh that i considered oh a keanu but this, no, was that was Canada? last year. Okay, no, see, that, that was, was last year. year. See, yeah. So, yeah, I can't. I was not as active movie wise this year. The other one uh, that I would consider, but I think I'm going to eliminate, is I Tanya, which is about Tanya Harding's yep. life story, and it's kind of a mockumentary kind of thing. Except it's a you know more drama. I wouldn't know that I would classify it as a comedy. It's close. It's is it really cross close. The drama drama comedy line. Yeah, I see. I. I would have to put it more in drama than comedy. It just happens and, to be a drama that's really funny. Again, this is a personal choice. Uh, I have no problem with somebody classifying that as a comedy and voting for it as a comedy. But according to my philosophical way I do things, I think it's just slightly more drama than a comedy. And I'd rather use this category to highlight Something actual comedies be, yeah. that have come out. So for my three nominations, I know we're looking at Big Sick. Um, probably going to go with Lego Batman. For one of my other nominations, I think that's, so yeah, so I think that works really well. And I'm not sure about my third nomination yet. I haven't really decided. Maybe it's something I haven't seen. Um, I could look through, kind of see what other comedies stood out to me this year. Um, because you're right. There's not really a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's not like there's a dearth of, of options. So... When so many of them, you know, fall flat. Um, Coco's not a, I wouldn't call Coco a comedy. I would call that more drama. Um, yeah. And then Colossal has some comedy elements to it, but I would call that more sci-fi, more drama, somewhere in that range. Um, maybe Logan Lucky. If I'm willing to go with Logan Lucky as a comedy, which even more than I, Tanya, I would go with Logan Lucky as an actual comedy. That may be my third third choice for that um because there just hasn't been a whole lot other than that that i would maybe captain underpants but you know i just can't imagine putting that in that in that category um so yeah so i think that's where where i would land with those three fair enough how's that feel to you that feels good all right i like it let's move on to action uh in in, on twitter i mentioned uh best action movie of the year and best action actor and actress yeah however when i received my nomination ballot uh i have to say they didn't have actor and actress in action so we're only nominating for best action movie 
Okay. Drop the actor and actress uh, thing from there. And I think a lot of that, that has room is a lot of pressure for me because <laughs> that was hard. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with some of the kind of silliness when um, I think it was Sandra Bullock a couple of years. It was maybe my first year at the awards got best actress in an action movie uh, for I forget what it was for, but it, it wasn't like she was some huge action star in her whole speech. It was a hilarious speech was about how she grew up, you know, wanting to be an action star and how, you know, this, you know, this is the, you know, ultimate that she always hoped for is that she would be the best action actress. So I think that's been a ridiculous a few times to where you. they're like, yeah, maybe let's just drop that. But let's go with best action movie. Uh, what were some of the action films you saw this year that you liked? And by the way, again, in the chat, feel free to jump in. I see Drew's there as well. So. Uh, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, uh, Homecoming, Atomic Blonde, Kong Skull Island, John Wick 2, Logan, Whoa, Thor, on, Rag- man. Thor Ragnarok, um, all were exceptional action movies. And I could make a very good argument for each of them as to why. Uh, okay, Thor. Yes. Thor is interesting because Thor is almost equal parts sci-fi Right. Comedy. Comedy and action. And action. I know. it's Which one primarily would you say Thor is? I'd almost lean comedy. You really think so? I don't know. It's very close. I would agree on the the stance that if taken in context with the rest of the Marvel films, this movie put sci-fi on the back burner. For the comedy. I feel to the comedy, yes. So in that sense, um, but I think that's almost uh, how it fleshed out. On paper, this was definitely a sci-fi movie, okay? They wrote good comedy into it because mm-hmm. they wanted to make it a little different. They wanted to have fun with it. It was so obvious. Okay. But on paper, this was intended to be a sci-fi movie, but I think once it got acted out, you know what I mean? I feel like the sci-fi elements just took a backseat. It, it was it was, it was, was the background to this mm-hmm. fantastic comedic uh, play, you know what I mean? The, the, inter, er, the interrelationship between Hulk and... Um, Thor was fantastic. Yeah. The banner aspect uh, was went fantastic. And his, you know, realization, I just, there were so many comedic elements that were strings woven through the whole thing. But I don't know if I considered it comedy first. I hadn't thought about that. It was, it was great as an action movie too. I think I'm going to replace it in sci-fi horror with Thor. With Thor. I think that'll okay. be my third nomination in that category. I think it's comparing funny. those two movies again, stupid category. It really, it really is. is. That's why I had both of those movies. movies. I can't set. I can't. I can't put those two together. Yeah, I think comparing those two, I would prefer Thor be nominated than it. I think okay. I liked Thor more. So, um, so that that probably will strike and my third. I, and I think you're right. There. I think sci-fi. I think it's fair to say that is a sci-fi movie that is also a comedy, not a comedy that's also kind of a sci-fi. Right. I it just happens fa- to be an incredibly funny, funny sci-fi one. Movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go back to action. So uh, I've eliminated Thor from contention for that. Fair enough. Um, we've got Atomic Blonde, I think, is a shoe-in for one of mine. So, so good. good. So good. Uh, and definitely fits, you know, that yes. is an action movie. Uh, Logan? Would you say Logan is an action movie? So Logan was one of those that tied the line or towed the line between drama and action. But the drama is what happened in between. Like it's the thread that held all the action together. It was the underlying theme. It was very dramatic action, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, but it was, I mean, nonstop, just scene after scene after scene. There are a few slow points, you know. Um, uh, but it, it was the action was so well done. You know what I mean? Right. I I just it was an action movie for me. 
I think Very dramatic. I'm considering War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh or War for the Planet War of the War. Apes. Yeah. Um Okay. That's an action movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be what about Baby Driver? Do you consider Baby Driver an action movie? It's hard for me to put a, there's there's I'd say no. I'd I, say Baby no. Driver is not. It's almost more musical <laughs> than an action movie. It's like a suspense musical action comedy. Um, someone in the chat says, "Am I the only one that wasn't a fan of Atomic Blonde?" No, there are plenty of people actually who didn't like Atomic yeah. Blonde. I just, I really I just saw some. To love it. Yeah, I loved it. I saw some really special things in that movie that um, I think meant a lot to me. So uh, it is is one for me. Um, I think I'm going to go with for action, Atomic Blonde, War for the Planet of the Apes. And probably Logan. I think it has to be Logan for the third. Okay. I think those are three good. What would you replace? Like, what would you put instead of one of those? So Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. While while War was good for me, um, it didn't pack the punch. Okay. No pun intended. Um, that Spider-Man or Wonder Woman did action-wise. Um, and I understand they're superhero movies, so some people just write those off, if that makes sure. sense. But uh, Wonder Woman's a good choice, too. It really is. It was so good. Um, and Spider-Man was fantastic. And there were so many things individually about Spider-Man that I loved that uh, I, I don't know if the action was what took center stage. Sure. But it was a good action movie. So, But I think those are all solid choices. Logan, definitely. War was was really good. And Atomic Blonde is uh, fantastic. So even if you didn't like Atomic Blonde as a movie, you can't deny the action was fantastic. Right. Well choreographed fight scenes. Very creative. That's another part of the philosophy, right? Another part of the philosophy is understanding which, like, if something is, um, if you're saying this has the best action or you're saying it's the best movie, that is an action movie. I got you. Now, for me, right. the philosophy is it's the best movie that is an action movie, not okay. necessarily has the best action. So, um, but either way, I think I want Atomic Blonde in there. Um, man, I'm, I may be kind of going back and forth on that third slot, uh, but I, I think I might, I think I might switch up to Wonder Woman. I, th- I think that's a good choice for that slot. Yeah, let's do that. I think that's where I'm at right now. So, uh, Wonder Woman. Um, war war and, and logan. logan no and atomic blonde atomic blonde yeah because okay. remember i didn't like logan as much as most people did it's great it's almost it's right there in that fourth slot probably for me but i think i would rather nominate wonder woman than logan have you watched it in black and white <laughs> in black and white yeah why i so the 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 blu-ray of it uh-huh has, has a, a black and white version black and white <laughs> nice at the mood it's yeah that's something that's interesting yeah, I would. I should definitely uh, check that out. John Wick Two's getting a lot of love in the chat, also in the tweets. I, I get that, yeah. but as far as a movie's concerned, I don't think it's a better movie than Wonder Woman. I don't think no. it's a better movie nope. than the others. I was saying, so I think those will be my nominations for that. All right, after we do the genre, what shall we do next, Sean? Shall we go into the music stuff? Yeah, I think that's kind of where we'll go. So we've got score and song. Let's start with best movie score. Blade Runner. <laughs> Sean is vehement. It's got to be Blade Runner. So we've got three slots. Got three slots. So we've talked about this. The we saw Blade Runner in probably the best circumstance anyone can see Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Uh, We saw it in the right theater. They had the sound turned up so loud 
that when the initial uh, boom yeah. came in, yeah. it rattled the ceiling boom. tiles so heavily that I literally thought they were going to fall on us. I was like, <laughs> my chair was vibrating in the bolts and it was the greatest thing ever. And there was a point where I looked around and I was like, is it maybe, is it maybe too loud? Like, <laughs> yeah. are the neighbors going to complain? <laughs> the, the neighbors. <laughs> like, it was just so good. Um, and that the music, it, it's just so good. Here's how good the music and the score for Blade Runner is. It's in my Spotify, and I listen to it while I'm driving around all the time. Uh, it's fantastic mood music, and it's just, it's beautiful through and through. A lot of love in the tweets. Yes. Um, in fact, uh, Gideon said the exact same thing you did. I listen to Blade Runner just about every day. Yeah. He also mentions Dunkirk score, which was mentioned a few times. Um, I don't know. If that, Dunkirk, it just doesn't strike me as a score, really. It's it's almost just a lot of sound effects. Setting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Sound m- piece it's or set piece music. Mood sounds. I don't know. Um, but that's not to say I won't nominate it. Uh, I just I think there may be better choices. War for the Planet of the Apes is mentioned. Uh, quite a bit. I did like that score uh, very much. Um, I think you're right about Blade Runner. Blade Runner is is, is a given for one of the three uh, slots. Um, Wonder Woman was pretty good too. You know what? Wonder Woman is is going to be in there too for me. That yeah, yeah that I, I love, love what they the did score. with the, yep. with that score. It set the mood great. As a matter of fact, uh, my one complaint about Wonder Woman, which was the insanely lackluster villain that mm-hmm. made no sense and was so far beneath her as a character. Um, the music even made her, you know, climactic battle with him. That score yeah. even gave that some tension when the scene itself without it would have just been basically some insanely powerful and glorious woman beating down some object that wasn't worthy. Right, of yeah. You know what I mean? So No, totally. Um, I, I totally agree with that. So I think right now I'm leaning Blade Runner, Wonder Woman, and probably War for the Planet of the Apes. I really do like that Solid. score. Yeah. Um, now, of course, again, sure wish I'd seen Star Wars because I bet that score is going <laughs> to oh, be amazing. God, it's going to be amazing. Why well, yeah. can't, like, I just, uh, I, I just really if, wish that I had time to. I, has that, there ever been a Star Wars movie where the score wasn't nominated? Um, well, for Critics' Choice, Star Wars often isn't nominated because, oh, okay. because it always you. comes out after our, after. after our nomination. In fact, notoriously, was it last year or two years ago? I think it was Rogue One. Was that last year? Last year. So I think it was, no, I think, no, it wasn't. It was uh, It was the uh, Star Wars, it was Seven. Seven, it was, okay. Yeah, um, seven. I almost said the Phantom Menace. Nope, that's not what that is. That's The Force Awakens. Um, so for The Force Awakens, I don't even know if you remember this. We released our nominations for the Critics' Choice. Force okay. Awakens came out three days later. And everybody in the critics in Critics Choice was like, um, "Can we go back and nominate?" Uh, <laughs> That's for... fantastic. Do you remember that? And so they had a special vote within the body: uh, should we oh, include wow. this in the Best Picture race? And uh, that's cool. And so yeah, and so it was really. I just wish. Why can't we learn from that? Just you know, postpone the nominations like a week. You know right. what I mean? I mean, I get there's like lots of information to get out and all that kind of stuff, but. But it does feel like we're, you know, it's going to be missing. It's going to be a missing piece of the puzzle, and it's frustrating. And the other part of that is, come on, you know, come on, Disney. I was just going to say, send us a screener. D- Trust us. Disney. Have we let you down? I don't you think, think we Disney have. would want to take advantage of that additional like buzz, right? And, yeah, and appreciation. It's their masterworks. Their masterclasses. They're just so scared of the leaks. They're so know, scared of the leaks. But and man, I get it. I mean, it is. It's the biggest property of the year. I totally get it. But. 
It's how just many, like how many total? How many total? What? Uh, critics? Do they? Would they? Send oh, there's about two hundred of us. Oh, just send a guy to the house with the screener. He sits with you while you watch it. Disney can afford that, and then he takes it when you're that's, done. Yeah, seriously, come no, on. No, that's not a bad idea, actually. No, sir. Or arrange a private screening. Do them regionally. Mm-hmm. Do 15, 20 of them around the they country. They do that for other movies, yeah. And everyone goes in, watches it. Why miss out on that? I know. Yeah, I, I don't understand it either. But anyhow, uh, you know, it's nothing we can do about it. So that will not be nominated for best score for me. So I think those are my three. What did I say? Uh, Blade Runner, War Wonder for Woman. the Planet of the Apes, and Wonder Woman, yes. I think is what we will go with for best score. Uh, best song. Uh, it's got to be "Remember Me." It's got to be an. Uh, I mean, me. good night. That song. Uh, so that'll definitely be one of them. What other songs came out this year that you even remember? I'm gonna look None. at the the Twitter and see if if they had kind of any other ones that they're looking at. Um, it's an interesting category. Best song, you know, trying to figure that out. What was it? Oh, you know what I really liked what? actually. Uh, it has no chance of getting nominated. But uh, Lauren Daigle did a song called Only Human for Blade Runner that's in the, the yes. Blade Runner yep. soundtrack that I really love. Um, but I, nobody else will even know what that is, probably. Um, Lego Batman rap, somebody mentioned, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, but I don't know that I'd nominate for best song. Um, Remember Me, of course. Uh, to Be Human from Wonder Woman. Who sang that? Who sang To Be Human uh, for Wonder Woman? I, I don't remember you. that one. If only I had the internet at my. Disposal. It ain't fair by the roots for Detroit. That was that was good. It's that a, is it's really a good. Really good track. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little more research on this one probably after the podcast. The, really Sia? make sure. Really, was it Sia? Sia. Um, but those are three great choices. They might end up being, um, being them. Oh, I get overwhelmed in Ghost Story. Yes, good call. Good choice. Yeah, I'm going to do a little more research on that. I will tell you for sure, Remember Me will be on there. I don't think that's any surprise. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that kind of run away with the Best Song Awards this Which year. of the five versions of it from the soundtrack? Oh, but that's what's amazing about <laughs> the song. They're all amazing. Is because they all mean something almost a little different I, well, each time it's sung. Have you and listened to the soundtrack and heard all the versions? No, I haven't. Because you can almost feel each person's story in mm-hmm. it. So four of the versions are in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, well, three of them are in Spanish, and then one is the actual like uh, what, what I don't know how they classify that. It's the soundtrack version sung by the actual artist. Okay. And then the the version from the movie with mm-hmm. with uh, the character singing. Yeah. Okay. Miguel. Um, Miguel. But each one has a different feel to it, and they're all amazing. But it's funny that it's on there so many times. That's cool. Well, and that's, that's one of the reasons it's so beautiful is because of how much depth and layers there are to the meaning yeah. of that song. So, um, yeah, that's what I need to do a little more research on. But definitely remember me will be in there. And I do love that song from Ghost Story. So that might be another one of mine, too. Thank you for whoever reminded me of that one. You know what? I should give a shout out because that's that's a good poll. Um, that was, uh, let's see, Sheldon mentioned To Be Human from Wonder Woman uh, and John. John mentioned uh, the ghost story song. I get Good overwhelmed. Call. So thanks, John. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next category. See if we can get some nominations done for the design categories. Now, we'll kind of run through these. There are five primary design categories. Cinematography, editing, production, costume, and makeup are all separate categories. Okay. So any thoughts from any of those categories, feel free to throw them out. Okay. So do you want me to just go down the list? Sure, whatever you got. Just any thoughts you have. I'm just editing. You know, kind of... Baby Driver. Yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel like that's got to be one of the nominations for editing for sure. Yeah, 
Um, <clears throat> and then uh, production, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. I I would even put Baby Driver maybe in the production category. I think there are several movies I feel like could fill out these slots in all of these categories. Almost. Yeah. Um, War for the Planet of the Apes is another one. Yes. You know, uh, great stuff going on there. Um, you've got uh, Dunkirk, Baby Driver. You've got uh, Dunkirk as well is a great choice. Uh, especially editing is another great yeah. choice for Dunkirk uh, production as well. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of great stuff going on there. Um, oh, you know what movie I forgot? I'm going to hop back. This may happen a few times. Okay. Okay. This may be my third sci-fi horror uh, nomination. What? Split. Oh, yeah. Mm. Might be. I'm going to have to weigh it. I'm going to have to weigh Split and, uh, and Thor. That's, those are kind of right See, there. It's one of those, once again, I get torn between calling that a horror movie and a suspense thriller. Um, well, but suspense so thriller would go under horror. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there is no other category. You know what I'm I saying? Guess, yeah. So uh, it, basically what I'm asking is, it's, does it go under action, comedy, or sci-fi horror? Okay. Well, there you <laughs> it go. It goes under sci-fi horror. Split um, was good. Split was really good. I really enjoyed that. So maybe that'll go there. All right. Back to the um, the other stuff. Costuming. Uh, I, Tanya, with the, I, you know, the figure skating, Nancy uh, Kerrigan, Tanya Harding stuff, I thought was really well done. Guardians 2. Uh, Guardians 2 is a great one for costuming and makeup. Yes. Uh, definitely. And uh, Dunkirk, or not Dunkirk, uh, it's about Dunkirk, Darkest Hour. I put that under makeup. Yeah, definitely Whoa. for makeup. The most incredible makeup job I've ever seen. Yeah, it's I could not even tell. Mind blowing. I've looked at stills mm -hmm. for a while trying to pick out the Gary Oldman in them. You know, those eyes don't go anywhere, but man, that's masterful makeup work. Oh, yeah. And it's the one-two punch of his incredible acting performance with that incredible makeup Transformational. job. Is, I mean, it is absolutely a stunning performance. Uh, so I think that's that's a great choice. Um, Logan Lucky had some interesting costuming. Uh, so, I, you know, I, there's some stuff to go there possibly as well. Thor. The yeah, design on Thor, Thor was oh. that might be one to go with for you know production design those yeah, kind of things very as well. Much so. um, yeah, I I really feel like there's there's so much interesting done there costuming production. This was a great year for opportunities in that categories mm -hmm. in those categories. You know, um, the movies lend themselves very well to all of that. Right. So. Now, uh, I think the common buzz is that Phantom Thread, when it comes out, will like run away with the costume so stuff. I put, but I, I put I that in the list as, like, I haven't seen it, but how can a movie that's literally about <laughs> making costumes... <laughs> right? <laughs> not get nominated You would for. think so. So, yeah. Uh, but again, but yeah, I haven't seen it either. And it doesn't look like they're going to send a screener, so I probably will not be able to, to uh, consider that in my nominations. Um before then so it really that in star wars are the only two that i feel like i'm going major ones that i feel like i'm not going to have in my bank by the time i do my nomination so um that's unfortunate that uh some people mentioning uh, valerian for uh costuming those kind of things some of the production stuff i can see that just because it's a bad movie doesn't mean right. that stuff's not good i was just about to that say stuff's that great in that movie shame on me for discounting it just because the movie sucked look if like, suicide squad can win an there award you go. There Certainly you go. Valerian could win an award. Um, wow. I don't know that I will nominate it, but I don't think that's a bad choice. Uh, Beauty and the Beast for makeup, I think, is another yeah. uh, interesting choice that I will give due on uh, when I'm considering kind of how to fill these out. Um, Blade Runner, we mentioned. Uh, Dunkirk, uh, definitely a, a great choice for cinematography. 
uh, Blade Runner, man, Blade Runner cinematography, Dunkirk cinematography. I don't know what my third nomination for cinematography will be, but there's, those are just some good choices. Blade Runner, Dunkirk, and um, uh, Wonder Woman. For cinematography? Yeah, some of those shots, some of the establishing shots and then uh, some of the overhead, they're just beautiful. They set such a tone to the movie. I'm going to throw out Okja. Have you seen Okja? I want to and I have not yet. It's on my list of shame, like movies that I keep saying I'm going to sit down and watch and I haven't yet. Shame on me. That might be another one I would consider for cinematography. Okay. It's gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, Only the Brave might be another one to consider for cinematography. I don't know if you get a chance to see that one. Mm-mm. One of the most underseen, underrated movies of the year. It's so good. It's one of my favorites uh, about the firefighters. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I got you. Some incredible shots. Some incredible shots. That that may actually be my third for cinematography. I may go with Dunkirk, Blade Runner, and Only the Brave, Only the Brave. for cinematography. And then the other design one's kind of what we talked about. And and it's it's so nice of both of those movies to come in to that category and make such a presence. It's so sad that Blade Runner is so much better than oh, everything else. Oh, I, I don't. It's hard not to. I mean, <laughs> it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, all right, let's head on to the next category, and we singled out visual effects as its own kind of thing to chat about. So oh, three, yeah. three movies for visual effects. The hardest nominations I will have may be in visual effects because there were many movies that knocked it out of the park this year. You may say, okay. Blade Runner was awesome. How do you not do Blade Runner? Well, how do you not do War for the Planet of the Apes? So, you know, I spent probably 30 minutes on this category going back and forth and trying to like on the list of ones I had and then knocking things down, then pushing them up. And those are those are my top two Blade Runner, War and Guardians 2. Guardians had some amazing effects. Spider-Man Homecoming had some incredible effects. Very well done. Again, I throw Okja in there. Even just the animal in Okja was an incredible effect. It just felt very real, like it was a real creature. Um, some of these visual effects were absolutely stunning this year, um, aside from Justice League. But uh, <laughs> there isn't a category for best mustache re- we, removal. We so shall not speak of it. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to choose here. But it is hard to go away from um, Blade Runner and War. And then just trying to pick one of the others. As much as I loved Blade Runner, um, the visual effects centered are very elemental to the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, War is so fantastic. It is unbelievable. If you didn't know, if I swear that if I could find a person who didn't understand the concept of CGI and put them in a theater they would have no way of knowing that those are not real monkeys. Right. It's so, so, it's almost Uncanny Valley disturbing how good they've gotten at that. Um, and Andy Serkis, com- his mocap abilities, they they break my brain. Yeah. So his ability to act like something that he's not combined with what they can do with digital effects create something magical. And that movie is Filled with everything is based on that visual effect. Yeah, being able to you know break to uh, cross that line into what what you believe and don't, and so it's it's really really good. Thor had some great visual effects as well. Yeah, lots of great choices there. Um, only the Brave. I know you haven't seen it, but the fire effects in that are stunning. Absolutely incredible. It looks so real. Uh, again, that third slot is going to be difficult for me. Um, 
if I had to land right now, I would probably land. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I don't think I can land right now. I might land just. I might land on Oakja just because of that creature effect. But I really must see this. But um, but no, there's a lot of great choices in there. So, so yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to figure that one out. Uh, all right. On from the design categories, uh, we will move into best animated movie of 2017. Now, obviously, Coco is going to get a nomination because you know I loved it. Uh, and or Hello. Uh, but what else? What other animated films do you think should get a nomination this year? Uh, Batman. Lego Batman. I think that's a good choice. Uh, you get three. What would you do for the third one? Tough call. I would need to pull the You haven't seen up. Your Name. I have so not. that that will definitely get some heavy consideration for me. I've not seen Ferdinand either. Well, neither have I. Uh, I'm not, I guess I'm not expecting a lot from Ferdinand, but um, but yeah, Captain Underpants was fun, so that's a choice as well. Despicable Me three. Eh, was that even this year? Yeah, it's no, this it was year. last year. Are you sure? I'm I'm ninety five percent sure. Despicable Me three. Yeah, that was that had to be last year. June thirtieth, twenty seventeen. That was this year, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. On a dime. I left that 5%, you know. One out of every 20 times, I'm going to be wrong. There just happened to be the one out of 20. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm not I'm not considering it anyway. There were a couple of movies that's that how, I... That's how much I'm not considering. I thought it came out over a year ago. Wasn't fond of that. like So Boss Baby, Captain Underpants, and Emoji Movie all struck like... Why can I can I get my money back afterwards? <laughs> right moments, and of the three, Captain Underpants was probably the most redeeming of the money I spent. I haven't talked about Cars Three either. Uh, it's just not the experience that I just don't think it holds up to those others we're talking about. Yeah, uh, I think I think I'm going with Coco, Lego Batman, in your name. I think those Fair are the enough. three I will go with. There's another one called Loving Vincent that's really good. It's basically a whole movie done in. Vincent Van Gogh expressionist style. Is that what kind of style? Anyways, you know his style, yeah. like uh, that he that he's like Starry Night, that whole thing. And so the whole movie is animated in that style. That's um, got to be cool. It is very cool, but I like to go for the best movie experience, not necessarily like the coolest right. experience. So, um, so I, I don't think I'd put it above any of those. I three. Uh, I actually Starry Night. Since you brought it up, mm-hmm. um, I have two pillow throws that are. Starry Night, but in the moon is the bat symbol. Um, oh, nice. So it's very cool looking. It's hard to describe, but uh, it, it's got a bat symbol going through the sky, but the whole thing is this expressionist painting. It's almost identical to Starry Night. It's fantastic. Very nice. Um, yeah, I think those will be my three, unless I have uh, some second thoughts, but I don't think I will. I think those nominations are pretty set. Um, let's talk about the screenplays. Best Adapted, Best Original, Screenplay. So now we get into some of the movies maybe we haven't even been talking about yet because they won't necessarily impact those technical, you know, more technical right. awards or genre awards. But let's talk about Adapted Screenplay first. So, you know, Screenplay based on something that that already exists. Um, any thoughts on that? Murder on the Orient Express. And it's a great Murder choice. Woman. Yeah. That's a great choice. I, Murder on the Orient Express may get a lot of consideration. Mudbound is another one. Which I have not seen yet. Definitely an amazing script. Um, Logan, it's another choice. It's a decent script. 
Don't yeah. you know that it'll be in my top three to get nominated? Um, sometimes I'm not sure which goes in which category. People are mentioning Mother as an adapted screenplay. That's not an original screenplay? Is it a book? I didn't think so. I thought all that came straight from his brain. I'm almost sure of it. Um, but I definitely give it consideration in whichever category it goes in. It's a right. brilliant script. Uh, Sorkin from Ollie's Game. So that would be a I, good one. Sorkin, I want to see Molly's Game. I actually just saw the trailer for it uh, like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. You got to always consider Sorkin as yeah. somebody who's, you know, to keep in mind. So, yeah, I think with those with those categories, you know, with kind of those in mind, I like Logan uh, as an as an option. Um, Mudbound will definitely be getting a lot of thought. Uh, this this is one is Mudbound hard. based on a, a, a play book. or a I book? Th- okay. I think a book. Okay. I could be wrong about that. Um, so tell me how it works. Is Blade Runner 2049 uh, adapted or original? Is it's it adapted? It's an original, it's even an- though it's based on other... Correct. So the original Blade Runner was Ridley Scott, um, and it's a very, very, very loose adaptation of um, Do Android Dream of Electric Sheep? Yeah. Um, But nothing direct from the book. It's more referential, if that makes sense. But uh, this new one is a completely new telling. I think most most of the movies I love this year were original screenplays. Yeah. Uh, I really do. so yeah, I I I might have to go with Wonder Woman in there or or Logan, one of those two, uh, in addition to Murder on the Orient Express. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. So there you go. Well, let's talk about original screenplay. Blade Runner. That that opens it wide up. Yes. I don't know. I you know, I don't know that the screenplay for Blade Runner was all that fantastic. You so, thought it was like the screenplay was amazing? Uh, maybe that's... I mean, it's great. I mean, the movie wouldn't be great if the screenplay wasn't great. But yeah. I just mean, you know, there's. I think there's better written stuff. Well, let me ask you a question. When you look at screenplay, what aspect of that are you looking at? I'm story? Looking, I'm looking at story, Characters? structure, dialogue, all that kind of stuff. So, okay. yeah. So... Uh, See, my favorites in a couple of those categories, as far as story and dialogue, uh, are adapted. So, you know, (laughs) uh, it makes it hard to pick through um, what should be there. Um, What about, how about we start with you, and then I'll see. Sure. Uh, Three billboards. Yeah, okay, yes, absolutely. Uh, Outside Ebbing, Missouri is incredible. Amazing writing. Martin McDonough is just, like, the way he writes is insane. So that's the kind of stuff I look for. Uh, I thought Wind River was a great screenplay. I um, need to see that. It's it's oh. a good movie, a really good movie uh, with a few flaws, but I don't think the screenplay is one of them. I think the screenplay is is really great. Uh, so that's another one I'd consider. Uh, definitely consider The Big Sick. Uh, I think that's amazing um, to you know to to take his real life experience and put it into a movie like that. Logan Lucky, I think, is another great choice. Uh, I love what Soderbergh did with that. So, yeah. So, Get Out. I mean, you know, how would you leave Get Out out of that conversation? The Post? The Post? Yeah. Now, is The Post adapted or original? I don't think it's adapted. I'll I'll find out. Um, 
No, yeah, definitely I would consider the post. Because yeah. Although I think the post is primarily excellent in the performances and the directing, uh, which makes sense based on kind of uh, what's going on with that or who's in it and directing it. Yes, it is original. So, yeah. Um, and again, like I mentioned, there are things like Lady Bird and other ones that, you know, I mentioned in the beginning I haven't seen that, you know, might make a run in here as well. Yeah, Coco, uh, Phantom Thread. Someone told me to watch the Meyerowitz stories on Netflix. Yeah, I, I did see that. Yet. I did see that. Um, it's it's good to great. I mean, it's it's just somewhere in there. It's in like the BB plus range, you know, kind of. That makes forming. me want to see it because it's hard to me see Adam Sandler in a movie that could be defined as that. <laughs> and, and in all fairness, he's made such a career out of being in deliberately as bad of movies as he could. Yeah. Like that's his thing. So it's hard. It's, you know, it's sure. like seeing Rob Schneider in an Academy Award mo- yeah, movie. But, but no, but Sandler so, has done stuff before. He has. Punch Drunk 50, Love. Yes. Fifty First Dates was good. Yeah. Well, yeah. He had a couple comedies that were good, but I mean, he's even done dramatic. Serious, every dramatic once roles. in a while, he'll yeah. step out and show that he can act. Uh, and I think this is a case of that. Stiller is amazing. And I, I really think oh, Ben yeah. Stiller is one of our underrated actors right now. Um, so, yeah. So there are so many choices there. Have you seen The Killing of a Sacred Deer? Yes. I hated it. Okay. I hated everything about it. It will not be getting any nominations from me. It's one of the worst <laughs> movies I saw this year. <laughs> no, it's so bad. Okay. It's so bad. Um, I, I apologize if you love that movie. I just don't understand you. I, like, I've it, never seen you like blatantly hate something. Well, you give I, so much credit to the minute things because sure. you don't want to hate on anything. You have such an optimistic outlook. Like movies, I'm like, ugh. You're like, yeah. well, think about it from this perspective. You open my eyes so much, <laughs> so it's funny to see you go, no, trash. There are a few movies that that I will <laughs> that I come down on because they are they are strange, dark, and um, what's the nihilistic is probably a word okay. or something with no discernible purpose in my eyes so oh, it, like there's like happiness like yeah sure sure <laughs> yeah i did not enjoy that movie either um but uh but even with a movie like happiness i can see some of the art that's going it's on beautiful. did you see the lobster no i think it's the same guy that did the lobster right okay. and it's also the same um uh why can't i think of the guy's name the actor uh that's in both of them um I hate it when I, my mind blanks on somebody famous uh, that was in The Lobster and is also... Anyways, he, he he's directing him to perform and everybody to perform in this movie. I don't know why we're getting off on... on it's because you asked. That's why. Yes. On The Killing of a Sacred Deer. It is, it is just ridiculous the way they're acting in this movie. Okay. And it is, again, without discernible reason. Okay. And there's just... I, I just there's no fruition to it. It just I, no, it didn't go anywhere. I it was just it was dark for nonsense sake. I just didn't I just didn't enjoy it. There we go. So uh so yeah, you won't that's the last you'll hear of that uh, as we're talking about this. Um The Darkest Hour uh would be another one to consider in this category. Really enjoyed that. So there's a lot to consider here. Um as we kind of go down this list, uh wonder is another one. I really enjoyed yes. the the uh, Wonder screenplay. Um Baby Driver is a great screenplay. Yeah. Uh so 
In fact, I Baby Driver may get one that's of my nomination really, slots really just good. because of the intricacy of how that's written to be to be involved with the music and the characters and that's the, true. Like yeah. that's that's a really skilled. So I'll be giving some heavy heavy consideration to that. I'm not going to land on three choices for best original screenplay here on the podcast. There's just way too much to consider, but that kind of gives you some of my. My thoughts, and I appreciate the uh, the suggestions. Well, before we head on to the big awards, uh, I do want to pause and say thank you so much for supporting this podcast network on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Studio DNA starts at three bucks a month. Some really fun stuff there. Uh, if you started hearing ads at the beginning and end of this podcast, uh, you may be wondering about that. That's a way that we can support what we do. But if you support us on Patreon, you get an ad-free version of the podcast straight to your podcast feed, so you don't have to worry about that because you're doing your part already to make sure that this continues. Plus, there's some other really fun perks as well. You get some bonus episodes uh, in there, stuff uh, that we you know chat about before the episode starts, all that kind of fun stuff. So if you're interested in checking that out, go to patreon.com slash studio DNA. Three bucks a month, and that covers every single podcast in the network. Uh, so all four of the Studio DNA podcast network. A podcast will be covered in that. So thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. We really could not do it without you. All right, let's move on to the big awards. The big finish, Sean. The good stuff. The good stuff. Um, let's kick it off with best ensemble performance of oh, 2017. So hard. This is a tough one. So it. Yeah, oh, I mean, I uh-uh. get it, but no. well, I didn't like the kids in it. I this is you serious? Yeah, this is what everybody. This is this is one of the main things about that movie that everybody disagrees with me. People think the kids were amazing in that movie. I'm like, and then when I watch season two of Stranger Things, Fantastic. when I watch season two of Stranger yes. Things, I'm like, there's how kid. That's how kids act. Like that's okay. those are great performances. In it, it was you know there was just a it was very a lot of them were very plastic and so it won't get a nom from you. No, not for ensemble for okay. sure. Okay, Wonder Woman. Um, I don't know. Are I you mean, serious? No, it's Chris Pine and and um and Gal Gadot are great, but beyond that, who I mean, who are you throwing in that ensemble okay, to make so it one it, of the best ensembles? Uh, what's his name? The I am terrible with actor names. The villain? No, Scottish uh, sniper. Um. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. He was barely in the movie, though. Like, I, I mean, in in his arc, didn't go anywhere. No, it didn't. I guess I see. I, I just wouldn't I call liked, that an ensemble. I liked. Okay, so that. Uh, I don't know what. Keep that, throwing them at me. No, he get well. Baby Driver. Baby Driver has a decent ensemble. That's mm, I, it's got a good one. I would I would consider Baby Driver. Um, I think Logan Lucky's ensemble. Yeah. is really good. Lots of great performances going on there. Uh, it would be impossible for me not to talk about the post in this uh, category. Um, I, I just watched this yesterday, and just like person after person after person, I was I'm just going to say how many how many people are in this movie that are amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you would think Streep and Hanks would be enough, and then you throw in all these other amazing people. I wonder how many Golden Globes and Oscars, like combined, are in that movie. Yeah, I, it's got to be just. Stunning. Staggering, yeah. especially if you throw Spielberg in there. Yeah, I as mean, the director. It's probably close to a hundred. Uh, Big Sick is a great ensemble. Holly Hunter, Ray Romano, and of course the leads as well. Um, so that I think that one could go in there. Dunkirk, I think, is Dunkirk a decent is one. on my list, and it's the only acting award I think Dunkirk could probably win because the performance. It makes it maybe supporting actor, but we'll get there in a second. Um, 
but the but there are a lot of people doing really interesting good work there. So yeah. I think Dunkirk is is a possibility there. Um, so yeah, I you know Blade Runner you could consider possibly, but I think that's mostly yeah um, you know just kind of the primaries. Yeah. So because even even Harrison Ford isn't in that movie a ton. Right. So I think halfway through is when you first find him. So uh, anything Detroit. There's a ton Detroit of people in Detroit. Good. I didn't love that movie. Uh, as much as most people, I think it's great. It's it okay. will certainly be in my top, you know, forty of the year or whatever. But um, so I don't know that I would necessarily go with Detroit. But that was mentioned in the in the. What about tweets. Guardians? It's just not. It's just not. I mean, maybe I'm being because biased it, because but, it wasn't as good as the first one. No, no, no. I mean, it's just not. Together. It's just not the caliber. That the others are like the, I can't you, put it in the post next to each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's just I mean, there's a lot of great people in it, but it's just not fair. <laughs> yeah, it just it just doesn't quite hold up in the same way that a lot of those others do. Uh, you could talk about Get Out. Yeah. Uh, you could talk about War for the Planet of the Apes. Certainly, a lot of good performances going on there. Even if you're not um, here's one that I think will get a nom- will get one of my three nominations. And I've said it before, and it will always be a surprise because nobody's seen this movie. Only the Brave. Okay. There are so many good performances in this movie. They've got this firefighting team of, you know, all these people and all of them feel like you know them and understand them and who they are uh, in that movie. So um, I think it's the definition of a good ensemble performance. So I'm pretty sure I will be nominating uh, only the Brave in ensemble. Um, probably only the Brave stands out to me um, as a good ensemble. Um, what else did we talk about that we liked? Dunkirk. Dunkirk, probably, maybe the big sick for the third. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express is the definition yeah, of an ensemble yeah. performance as well. So that might be another one to consider. I, Tanya. I don't know why I don't even have that on my list. I, Tanya is another great ensemble. Um, there's a lot of good choices. There's a lot of good choices for that kind of final spot uh, in my noms. So it'll be interesting to see. By the way, I'll, I'll say this right here. These... Um, Nominations come out, uh, I think, the middle of next week. I think on Wednesday. So if you're curious, okay. that and then the awards is in the middle of January uh, on A and E. I think on uh, January 11th. So in case you want to see how all this shakes down, um, yeah, I think that I think I'll go with only the Brave, Dunkirk, and then a third slot to be figured out. Kind of leaning murder on the Orient Express, just because of all the different amazing actors in it. Um, but that might change. Uh, let's move on to, uh, best director. Let's do best director. You're going big. What do you think? So, uh, this was hard for me. I get three nominations. My three firmly are Denny, um, Christopher Nolan and Patty Jenkins. I like, I like it. Um, I think Denny is a lock for me. I think he's incredible. I think the work he did on Blade Runner is amazing. And I actually have it in this order of. Denis, Patty, and Nolan. Um, man, I want to give Jordan Peele consideration I do, for his work on Get Out. That's for me. It's like putting Guardians next to the Post. You see what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Get Out was a meaningful movie. Like it, it wasn't. There wasn't anything. It was good. It was thin really about it. Good. No, it's. It's got some meat. I just these so. Obviously, Denis, he made magic, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Nolan is, there's an atmosphere and a mood to his movies, even when they're not my favorite, that that just it hits my core. 
You know, he does he does incredible things with Dunkirk, um, even though there were some things I didn't like about it. Um, and Patty Jenkins, she single handedly made the one gem in all of DC's entire attempts at yeah. bringing their franchises to screen. Yeah, it's hard to understate that. She did an amazing that. job yeah. with with you know a character, and it was transformational what she did with their franchise and. I, there, you can't give enough credit to her for what she did. So Wonder Woman was just fantastic. So those are my three. Those Here's a couple other three. choices uh, that may fight for that third slot for me. Uh, Martin McDonough for, uh, with uh, three billboards Yeah, uh, might fight for that slot. Um, I would also put Spielberg, Spielberg. in there for the, the post. post. Um, me being me, you got to imagine I'll give some consideration to Lee Unkrich for Coco. Um, I think he's phenomenal, and you know, obviously, he did a great movie. Um, so yeah, so there, there are some of the Edgar Wright. I might give some consideration with Baby Driver, Soderbergh for Logan Lucky. You know, these yeah. are, these are some quality guys yeah. doing quality work. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be interest. That third slot will be interesting for me. But I'm with you on Nolan and um, and uh, Denis for sure. Just wish there was a Damon Chazelle movie out this year. Come on, Damien. Yeah. Can't put one out every year. Every year. Get on it, man. Uh, all right. Let's move on to, uh, after we do director, let's do best young performance of 2017. So this is under 21. I was going to ask what the cutoff is. 21 years old. Okay. Either male or female. Um, I think these, these three are fairly obvious. For the nominations. So Daphne Keene. Yes. From Logan. Jeff, uh, uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yes. From Wonder. From Wonder. Absolutely. Um, the, both those performances are incredible. Beyond. Great. And then Finn Wolfhard. No. Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. Come on. I mean, Finn's fine. He's actually one of the ones I did enjoy in it. I actually didn't mind Finn in it. Uh, even he was a little bit over the top for me, but. There were a couple of those kids I didn't mind, um, but no, no. The third one um, is the kid from uh, the Florida Project. I don't know if you've seen the I Florida have not Project. Seen it. There's a kid in the Florida. I think her name is Brooklyn, okay. and um, she is like I could have sworn they just set up cameras and filmed a real kid from the projects, you know, trying to have fun and make do or whatever. It just felt so authentic, and you know, her emotional scenes felt real or whatever. Come to see like a thing after, you know, the movie where they're, you know, talking to the director and the actors or whatever. And she's like this, you know, upscale kid from L.A. or whatever who's, a you know, wanted to, you know, lifetime wanted to be an actress, you know, all seven years of her life or whatever, all right. six years of her life. And I'm just like, how, who, like, what kind of goddess are you? Like, that is unbelievable. So she's gotcha. incredible. So those those okay. three performances not only all deserve to be nominated, they all deserve to, to win, win, even though none of them, and not all of them can. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a, I think those, that's, that's maybe the most obvious category for me this year. And that's not to say there were, uh, weren't other great young performances, but those three were, were absolutely phenomenal. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen uh, Wonder, check that out. Tremblay's performance in there is pretty amazing. Want to go into the acting? Categories? Might as well. All right, let's talk about uh, supporting actor. What do you think? Sam Rockwell. Yeah? Yeah. He's really good. He is good. Did you like Three Billboards? Uh, 
loved Three Bullets. Okay, all right. Um, and it's one of those movies where I had high expectations because the trailer filled me with such a sense of wonder, and it didn't let me down a single part of the movie. So, yeah. I'm going to go through some Twitter suggestions. Okay. We'll just throw them out there. Nick says Daniel Craig and Logan Lucky. Okay. I think that's a great choice. Yep. What a fun, you know, you never seen Daniel Craig do something like that. I don't know that it'll get a nomination uh, for me. Um, somebody else mentioned Mark Rylance in Dunkirk, which is the okay. one acting nomination I can see. From the movie, From yeah. that movie. Um, but I wouldn't, I don't think I would nominate him. Uh, Adam Sandler in the Meyerowitz stories. Uh, I would say both Stiller and Sandler could be considered for that. Miles Teller in Only the Brave. Yes, very much yes. Um, That would get very heavy consideration for me. Uh, Will Poulter in Detroit. Okay. Good performance. Uh, Probably the best performance in the movie. Um, No, you know what? I need to see it again to to say that because there was one other performance I really loved in that movie, maybe even more than Will Poulter, and I forget the actor's name. Uh, Ray Romano from The Big Sick, another great choice. A lot of good choices here. Woody Harrelson? Um, From Three Billboards? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would can be considered a supporting actor. I, I think the momentum's going to shift more towards Rockwell for that movie than Harrelson, but they're both great. Yeah, All three I, of those main performances Rockwell are fantastic. insane, uh, insanely good. Um, here's one that will definitely be in my nominations. Okay. McAvoy and Split. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And here's the thing. He's going to get overlooked. Supporting? He, huh? Yeah. That's qualifies as... He's, Isn't that a supporting actor? He's all of... <laughs> he's several supporting actors. He's he's, he's, he's lead actor. He's, you know what I mean? And supporting. Like, he's... I think they're pushing for supporting for him. That sucks. Because what he does in that movie... Well, it doesn't because Gary Oldman's going to win all the main acting awards anyway. So if you want right. to have a chance, you better go in supporting. But... um. I think they're pushing for supporting. If I had to choose then, mm-hmm. and that and that's the category he's in, him all the way. Because he, he was so good in Split. Like, scary good. Mm-hmm. That he could be that many different people. Well, I will tell so you this. Well. If they if they are saying best actor, yeah. I, I'll probably still nominate him for best actor, too. It's that good of a performance. It is. Uh, it's absolutely stunning. Harrison Ford in building uh, in 2049, Blade Runner. Okay. A possibility. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart and Logan. Uh, Henry uh, Dorowski mentioned those. Um, Bill Skarsgård and It was mentioned. JK okay. mentioned that. Another possible choice. Um, Willem Dafoe and Florida Project. So lots of good, lots of interesting, interesting choices. Um, I think Sam Rockwell is going to get a lot of love. I'm not sure if he'll make one of my three. So let's say, let's say you've got. Um, you've got McAvoy as one. Uh, if he's in this category, okay. Um, who else would you for sure? Rockwell. Rockwell as two, and then I saw a number of people uh sta- saying. I think Miles Teller would probably be my third. Miles for you? Mm-hmm, I think so. Okay. Either that or Ray Romano. In fact, I might do Miles Teller and Ray Romano above um Rockwell. Okay. I mean, it's a great performance, but there's a lot of great performances out there. Um, that the Romano performance, I think it will be um, overlooked a little bit because, again, it's comedy, but it's so good. A lot of good choices there, though, for supporting. 
I really do want to. I need. I really want now. I want to go look at the screener for Split and see what they they said they wanted him to be nominated for, supporting or or main. Uh, we'll have to check that out. All right, supporting actress. What do you got? I didn't have anything because I don't have. I've not seen any of these movies. Um, not for supporting. So I I don't know. Um, however, several you of the saw roles, Mother. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence and Mother. That, is that? That's another one of those that could be considered a main, but I think they're going for supporting for okay. that role. Yeah, she's fantastic in that. Um, there are roles that I, I've seen potential, but I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. Like Holly Hunter. Um, Wait, I, no, I think Jennifer Lawrence is going for Best Actress. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, continue. Holly Hunter about, is a great choice. Alison yeah. Janney. Uh, and I, Tanya? Yeah. Oh, she's so good in I, Tanya. That that will probably be one of my nominations. She is so good in that. And I'm sure uh, Lynn is going to go crazy in chat, but Laurie Metcalf from Lady Bird, because I saw a ton of people talking about that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so, so I'll, I'll reserve that slot. And that's why I'm like, I, I've not seen any of these, so I can't speak to, but I saw a lot of talk about them. Uh, Mary J. Blige in uh, Mudbound was mentioned by Isaac. It's a decent choice. Um. Somebody mentioned Elizabeth James from Baby Driver. Nah, I just that performance wasn't there wasn't a lot of meat to it. Um Yeah, I think those I think right now I've got slotted in Allison Janney from I Tanya, Holly Hunter from The Big Sick, and then I've got an open third slot, um, possibly to be filled by Lady Bird. We'll see. Um, but there are others, others as well, I'm sure. But yeah. No, uh, I would highly recommend I Tanya. Have you seen I Tanya? I need to. I want to very bad, but Missy wants to see it too. So I've been waiting to be able to take her. Oh, you're a, you're a good husband, Sean. You're a good husband. Uh, all right, you ready? Let's do uh, best actor of the year. So um, a lot of the contention here is in movies that I I, I don't want to pick until I see. So I want to see. Uh, um, oh my lord! I want to see Daniel Day Lewis's performance. Yeah, I really do because I've not seen. Because he's one. the best actor to ever live. That's he's why. So so good, and I think it would be you know uh, wrong to pick options before I see him. Well, but I'm. It doesn't look like I'm going to see it, so I probably will be nominating without okay. him, without so, even knowing. And I've heard that uh, James Franco's performance is in Disaster Artist. Yeah, so is beyond I. amazing. I will probably see that one by Monday. In the trailers, he's fantastic. So, um, yeah. And then there was another that had. I'm saying it right now. I'm nominating Andy Serkis. Oh, and then Tom and Tom Hanks, of course. Yeah. You and I have had this conversation before. If Tom Hanks is in a movie, he he picks only movies that will earn him an Oscar nomination. Okay. And if he's in a movie, the odds are like 78% he's going to win that. But the question is, should he? Now, you haven't seen the movie. I have. I think he should for that. I think he's great in the post. I've heard he's exceptional. I think he's wonderful. So uh, He's typical Tom Hanks. He may get get one of my nominations. Uh, As I just said, Andy Serkis is going to get one of my nominations. Uh, I think it's time. It is absolutely a statement nomination. Uh, It needs to happen. It's sad that it's taken this long. And it... It'll be even worse if he and don't get me wrong. He's nominated. great. I'm not saying I'm just nominating him because of the type of performance no. it was. No, I'm nominating him because it was a great performance. Yeah, and he's doing more than most actors are asked to do. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya is a great choice uh, for Get Out. Um, people are mentioning Hugh Jackman. I probably won't nominate mm. Hugh. Um, even as much as I love the movie, Daniel on Twitter mentions uh, Jeremy Renner from Wind River. 
he's great in that, but um, I don't think I'll be nominating him. Uh, Gary Oldman will get a nomination, of course, uh, for sure. So I you see, I've already got two locks. If I'm nominating Circus and Oldman, I've just got that third slot. And how do you not put Tom Hanks in that third right. slot? Like who? Okay, sense. so who do I put in above one of those three? You know, Gosling for Blade Runner. No, even as much as I love the movie, I don't think that's that's its category. Right? Yeah. Um, nobody in Dunkirk. No. You know, is going to do that. Uh, and I maybe it's maybe it's a, a blessing that I'm not going to end up seeing the Phantom Thread because you know like <laughs> like four must nominates in three slots. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'd love to put Daniel Kaluuya in there, but I think the Hanks performance is better than his performance. Um, so, you know who might be good for supporting actress? Who? Is the girl that played the maid in Get Out. She was incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, crap. You can, yeah, look up the name. Because she was, she was phenomenal. I thought that performance was great. So, I may look at that. But yeah, I think I think those are my my actor nominations unless something changes. I guess the Franco performance might change my mind too if it's really that good. Yeah, we'll see. absolutely. Ready to move on to best actress? I know you're looking up that name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I right on the tip of my tongue, pulling it up here, and I'm like, wait a second. Uh, so this is another category where there are several people uh, in roles that I have not seen yet. Sure. Obviously, Streep is going to get nominated. Uh, and she's great. She's great in the post. Yeah. And, of course, Jennifer um, Lawrence. I don't know that she'll get nominated. You don't think so? I, there was a lot of backlash to that movie, although most critics did love it, including myself. Um, and she is phenomenal in it. It's a really good performance. Uh, Cersei Ronan. Cersei Ronan, yeah. Cersei? Cersei? Cersei. Sersha Ronan. I just go buy it real quick so it, you know, so. You know what I did? You're going to laugh at me. I went up and looked up how to pronounce her name. Yeah. She has a video on oh, YouTube on how to pronounce her name. Of course she does. And she's done a bunch of interviews and she was on the Graham Norton show and she says, I'm not even sure if I pronounce my name right. <laughs> so she's like, I just tell people it's like Sersha, like inertia. <laughs> and I'm like, there we go. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Sersha <laughs> Ronan. Betty Gabriel. Um, Betty Gabriel was the name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So Saoirse and Lady Bird probably going to get some consideration once I've seen that. Uh. Jennifer Lawrence was amazing. Um. There's not. I mean. What do you think? Any other big actresses? No. I don't know uh, who to fill in that third slot. Uh, honestly, those are some pretty powerful roles. To I don't know that there is a third. I mean, if you've got if you've got Streep, Lawrence, and Sersha. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, then I don't know that there's any powerhouse roles. Oh, you know who it is? You know who's going to get one of my nominations? Gal, huh? Gal Gadot. No, that'd be nice oh, though. Okay. Um. Uh. No, I just can't quite put I know. her at that that's, level. She's I great either, but I can't quite put her at the level. Um. Margot Robbie. And I, Tanya. Uh, okay. She's really good as Tanya Harding. Like, supremely good. So, I think I would put... Now, but see, I haven't seen Sersha yet. I was just going to say, so, so you're thinking of replacing Sersha with... I am right Robbie. now. Okay. I in, Until you see the role. Until, until I see that. And if Sersha's great, then I guess I would have to replace Streep or... Um, That's sacrilege. Jennifer Lawrence. I might have to replace Jennifer Lawrence. 
This is, I mean, you know, it's great performances. So sometimes I wish I had five nominations. <laughs> right. We'll see how it goes, though. Um, but that's, I mean, that's, that's great stuff. Julia Roberts is great in Wonder, by the way. She is. Would that be a supporting actress, do you think? I think it would be. I think so, yeah. That's Jacob Tremblay's movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway's great and gifted. Would that be um, Lee? I think that's lead. It's a lead performance. Yeah. So possibly Anne Hathaway. Or not gifted. I'm sorry. Colossal. colossal. I, said I knew what gift. you were saying. I said gifted. I meant colossal. Yeah. Um, Didn't mention Chris Evans and gifted. Or that girl for young performance. No, not at all. You know, like there's just, there's some great performances out there. So. Or the little girl in Okja. She's great too. And now that I think about it, because we, we we kind of brushed over it, uh, but now that you brought um, Wonder up, uh, Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson, yeah, for yeah, supporting. he's really good. He's I don't really think he'll good. get any attention. I don't think so either. But I really liked him in that movie. I, like, you know what I mean? Both mm-hmm. him and Julia were fantastic in their role. Yeah. So. No, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, all right, we've come down to it. Best picture of 2017. I get five nominations. For best picture. You do? I do. You get five? I get to nominate five. Okay. So I'm going to narrow it down. Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. 2049. Um, what else? The Post. Probably. <laughs> there's there's a lot of good movies. Logan. Uh, Coco. Coco? Yes. Coco would be you. one of my fine. Yep. Not because I'm me, you're because you. it's one of the best movies of the year. It is exceptional, yes. Uh, but Just because it's animated doesn't mean it can't be best picture. <laughs> it's true. Just because Andy Serkis is in makeup doesn't mean he can't exactly. get nominated for best actor. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I really liked Wonder. Wonder was really good. And I really liked Only the Brave. I bawled like a little girl. Um, or a little boy. A little boy. Crying is bawled. non-gender specific. Uh, yes, huh? I just bawled. But uh, my daughter looked at me and she goes... Are you okay? <laughs> is it sad that I loved? Is it sad that I loved Baby Driver, but the Kevin Spacey thing is just like turning was, me off to it? So I wanted. I, I wasn't sure if it was safe to bring up. Sure, go ahead. Do you think we can talk about anything, man? I loved, and I say that in past tense, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, like I had this above level respect. He's one of your for, favorites. He, yeah. yeah, he's a legend to me, and. I'm wondering if the Spacey Gate is going to overshadow everything that he's done now. Period. Like, are movies th- that are otherwise of good caliber going to get ignored for things because of Spacey Gate? Yeah, yeah, they are. I and think that's. I think that's natural. Um, I I think the it makes I, me feel bad for all the performances put forth sure. by all these other people. Separating the art from the artist is has been a conversation forever. Um, you know whether I mean. Going back to, you know, painters who, you know, lived lives that were immoral or whatever. And like, you know, is their art okay or whatever? Um, I think it's valuable to find a way to have both perspectives. I think it's valuable to say the artist uh, is not someone I can admire and therefore it affects the way I see their art. It's also appropriate to say, let's separate it. And see if we can objectively look at it without taking that into consideration. Both are valuable to do, I think. Because as as I look at it, honestly, Baby Driver would be just as phenomenal of a movie for me if Spacey wasn't even in it. Yeah. Like, 
that movie. No, that's is, a great point. It's not. It's not Spacey's movie. You know. Yeah. And so it it that kind of sucks that it is going to carry that weight. You know, it'll be a lead anchor, but um, it is what it is. I think my five, and then you're going to argue uh, for ones that should replace something. Right. Okay. I think my five are Coco, Only the Brave, Blade Runner, War for the Planet of the Apes, and Baby Driver. I don't know. I, I think I think you're going to get trumped by the rest of the planet with the post. Yeah, I probably. I I'm just going to put that. Man, out I there. really loved the post. Um, Maybe I'll trump myself. Maybe the post instead of Baby Driver. Okay. Okay. So now we've got. The Post, War for the Planet of the Apes, Blade Runner 2049, Only the Brave, and Coco. Okay, so everything I've heard about it says that Only the Brave is exceptional. Um, and so I can't argue with you there. Well, I'm on. A, I'm sure I'm on an island on that one. I don't think a lot of people so, are going to be bringing that up. Um, and The Post is just, unfortunately, it's a, it's a given mm-hmm. um, because of cast and everything else surrounding it. Writing, screenplay. Sure. What am I missing that you want in there? Dunkirk? No, nope. that's what most people would say nope. that I'm missing. No, nope. okay. I enjoyed it, but it's not there. Okay. Um, I think, uh, I think for me, you're spot on. Um, obviously, minus the fact that I haven't seen the post yet. So, Wonder is on the outside looking in. Um, yep. Colossal, Gifted, Split, uh, The Big Sick, Logan Lucky, Mother, all Thor, all on the outside looking in. Murder on the Orient Express, The Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour is one of all those that I might, you know, it's sneaky, sneaky up there. But I, I think still think I still think I like the other strengths are in. Yeah, I think its strengths are in the other categories. Um, yeah, I think some people would on. say Logan, but I didn't like Logan as much as most people. I Logan, get out. That would some probably be was... my biggest. Uh, do you? What's your list again? So we've got my list is Post yep. War for the Planet of the Apes, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Only the Brave, and Coco. I think I would probably knock Coco out for... Uh, How dare you? Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're not alone. You speak for the people. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, what would you knock it out for? For, um, for Logan? Logan. For Logan. That's what I, that's what I figured. Yeah. I, you know, it's that's the beauty of the system, right? Everybody gets together. They nominate. They see you know what rises to the top, and I'm excited to see it. Uh, again, the nominations will be out the middle of next week, uh, and we'll probably talk about those in the Do We Care section next week on the podcast and just kind of see kind of where it all landed. Thank you. Danae for- says she votes for the people. <laughs> all the people. That's it. That You heard it right from the horse's mouth, folks. Or my mouth. Uh, did you just call Danae a horse? I did not. How my dare, mouth. How you- dare you? <laughs> you have a bigger shovel over here. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out uh, the podcast. We did a podcast, Sean. We did indeed. We did a nomination special. How did you feel about that? I love this podcast. Yeah? Hey, uh, this is not, uh, I I don't get paid or anything. Uh, I just come here because I love it. But Aaron mentioned um, supporting the podcast. And for those of you who who are new uh, to listening to the Sip Pop podcast, um, this show does a lot of good. So whether you support because you think the, the the content is fantastic or whether you support because you love what they stand for, uh, both are valid reasons to do so. Um, and it's a minor contribution, folks. Uh, we support every month because we love everything that the channel and the network produces. Um, and I think that they, they're a good cause. 
So just just a little bit of time and effort and a few bucks, uh, it doesn't hurt. Um, it's less than starts at less than a happy meal. So I mean, uh, just support. This is a fantastic podcast. I love this show, and I always feel honored to come on here and and deliberate and discuss. Uh, commiserate and laugh and, and <laughs> stick my foot on my mouth today uh with you guys uh it's it's a great show i love it dude thank so, you yeah no i, I, I feel all warm, and, doing this. warm and fuzzy and stuff yeah no i appreciate it thank you uh it's patreon is where you can support yep. patreon.com slash studio dna thanks for saying all that stuff man yeah it is great to have you on thank you so much for your help in kind thank of helping me solidify me my thoughts on the nominations and that kind of stuff thanks to the live chat for helping me out thanks to those on twitter yesterday who tweeted some amazing choices, some amazing yeah, things. I had a good time. I think we'll, we may do this uh, every year on uh, Nominations Weekend and just kind of help me focus my thoughts, and together we can kind of uh, think about what might be nominated for awards. So uh, there it is. A podcast has happened, my friend. Indeed. Thanks so much for checking out Sif Pop today. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. If you want to know more about other podcasts on the network or even this one, you can find that all out at Spreaker. You can either use the Spreaker app on your mobile device or go to Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to today's guru. It's Sean from Geek Point Hey, everybody. Oh, I forgot. Wait, hold on. It's Sean from Geek Point <laughs> And the applause. Yes, indeed. Uh, is there something you want to let people know about somewhere you want to send them? Yeah, so uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, it has become our primary channel for all things. Uh, we post a few things to the website now and then, but Twitter is our main place. Uh, everything that you want to know in geek and pop culture and technology, gaming, uh, we try to keep everyone apprised as to what's going on. Um, if I can, can I can I give us a little message to the world? Sure. Folks, please do yourselves a favor and the future of podcasting and everything else that's internet based out there please go support net neutrality um the fcc is in a process right now uh and they are dead set as uh, gpi is dead set on killing your internet freedoms um and if uh, they have their way uh they were going to vote to allow the big media companies aka the cable companies to control how and what you get access to on the internet um whether that includes internet fast lanes or traffic prioritization or tiered pricing based on the kinds of things that you watch or listen to on the internet, um, don't let that happen. The internet is one of our greatest inventions ever, and it's a freedom that provides us with so much amazing content to be able to to watch and listen like this show. So please, uh, there is... Um, there's a thousand ways that you can go to, uh, but you can contact your local congressman. Um, uh, I do believe I, I just I totally forgot because I was just talking to someone about the, uh, the other day. Um, I'll 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 find it real quick. But there's a forum now where you can it just popped up the other day where you can actually automate your dislike for uh, the ban of or repeal of net neutrality. And keep in mind also, just in case uh, you guys don't know, uh, there's a website now where you can check to find out if your name was illegally used to vote for net neutrality oh, wow. through the FCC. Um, they uh, posted a comments forum and uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people's names were used to support uh, the repeal of net neutrality without their authorization or permission. Oopsie. So go find out if you were you were used as a pawn to try to... for. Uh, illicit support for the government's repeal of our freedoms on the internet. Nice. I like it. Go get them, Sean. Yes. Make it happen. 
Uh, also, thank you to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at three bucks a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Lots of ways to connect with the podcast through pretty much any avenue that you might listen through. However, I'm going to say best way is maybe to comment at Spreaker. Uh, just go check out the new Spreaker stuff and let us know what you're thinking there. It's the best way, I think, to be involved. If you want to email uh, things to the podcast, uh, go to feedback at sifpop.com. is probably the best email to do that. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like it too. So let them know about it and that listening is much easier than figuring out who in the world you're going to nominate for Best Actor this year. Uh, spo- Indeed. Uh, we might do some spoiler chat this week, maybe. I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll take a look at it, maybe thinking about doing some spoilers on Coco, so that might be in your feed next. Otherwise, we will see you back next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.